Hello, we're very welcome to episode 12, uh, season two of the Two Hands on the Hurl podcast. Uh, I'm joined as always by the editor-in-chief, uh, Mr. TJ Mills. How are you doing, TJ? Good, thanks, Robbie, and yourself? Ah, sure, not too bad, not too bad. And we're uh, joined also by the pride of Munster, uh, Mr. Jack Kenny. Hey, man, what's up? What's up, brother? The pride and of Munster. Jo- nice one. Pride of Munster, yeah. I hope you're, maybe you're feeling it after yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah, damn right. <laughs> We're also joined by the angriest man in the world of podcasting, uh, the rantiest man, also, Mr. Liam O'Neill. How's it going, Liam? Not too bad, Rob. Just wanted to let you know, I actually had a pretty good week this week. I haven't been angry. Um, but, you know, <laughs> until I, now. Yeah, until, until just now. <laughs> until just now. I thought I your, your, secret was your, your secret what? was you're always angry, no? Yeah, yeah. I'm always angry, yeah. <laughs> what can I do that's to a, annoy you, reference. Oh, yeah, TJ didn't get that reference because the fucker doesn't like uh, superheroes. So you've already he's, annoyed me, TJ. He's not a nerd. He's not a nerd. We established he's not, he's not a nerd. <laughs> cool, boys. We'll crack on. So we're going to start off uh, with the rugby. So we'll go straight to uh, yesterday's game. Leinster versus Munster. Uh, what do you think of the game, TJ? Yeah, no, as a Leinster supporter, it was a great win. Um, looking at it kind of neutrally, it's worrying for Munster. I mean, they haven't defeated Leinster since, is it 2018? Is it kind of the, do you know the January 2018 I heard or something? So it's... We'll get someone to fact check that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I could be completely wrong, but I actually remember the game. So with (laughs) with lockdowns and that, I don't even know what day it is, not to mention what year. But... um, (laughs) Yeah, no, it's really worrying. I mean, it looked like uh, Munster were making good progress. They won, what, I think, five games on the trot. Uh, Joey Carberry back. Things were looking good. And, they, I mean, listening to an awful lot of the pundits during the week who are saying here, this is a game that Munster could take Leinster after Leinster lost last week, their first game in an age. So it looked like a game that Munster could have won. But Leinster being Leinster... Um, the worrying thing about it is it's great, as I was saying, being a Leinster supporter, the dominance that Leinster has, but it's worrying that other provinces can't come close at the moment. Um, so how that bodes for Irish rugby, I don't know. Um, I mean, Munster did have their great patch for a good few years over Leinster, but I think Leinster's dominance now might be getting a bit concerning. Where do you think it went wrong for uh, Munster, Jack? Um, like I, like I, I guess it kind of went wrong in a couple of places, really. You know, um, I guess probably to like I definitely agree with uh, TJ on everything he said. You know, um, I just don't feel like Munster had the depth that Leinster can uh, provide, and like if. There was any day that Munster could have beaten Leinster. It, it, um, it was yesterday. You know, with um, the likes of Ryan out injured. Um, who else was out injured? There was about three or four people out. And then like that with Billy Holland and CJ Stander retiring soon. Carr very back. You you like would have assumed that this was our best chance. And the fact that we were and the fact that we were only able to give give that effort, you know, um, it's super worrying. Like, 
Um, like Leinster are just too good for us, you know. Yeah. Um, so like I think it went wrong in a couple of areas, but I'd say we're just mainly we're like there is just a gap of. I don't know, is it talent or pressure or what? But there's just a gap that we just right now just can't seem to close. So, yeah, I guess that's kind of it, really. Not a happy day for yourself. <laughs> no, terrible. Fucking terrible. <laughs> and uh, Limo, do you think uh, Leo Cullen would be uh, in line for the Irish job uh, when Andy Farrell uh, steps away? Or, uh, I don't know. Like he's, he's built a great uh, squad there, Lynn. Sorry, but. Uh... At, at the same time, Leinster don't uh, perform every every now and again. Like they just forget that they're so good. But um, even looking at yesterday's game, I thought it was kind of a shit enough game on on both from both sides. Like I thought, as Jack said, you have a couple of players retiring from Munster, a couple of the bigger players. Uh, so I thought Munster put out a better performance, would be a lot more motivated, and like even Leinster just didn't step up to it. And like it wasn't that one team controlled the game yesterday. And one team just fell out. I, I think it was just a poor enough game on both sides. But uh, to sum up the game, Ross Bourne went off injured. Johnny Sexton went off by HIA and they were able to bring back in Ross Bourne while he was injured. Like that, like, it just shows you that both teams weren't, weren't at the races. Because like, if they were, Munster would have just went for Ross Bourne. Because he, like, he was coming back onto the pitch limping. But... Um, in terms of Leo Cullen, I think he should stay at Leinster for maybe another year or so and try build them up, try build Leinster back up better in, say, the European Cup uh, rather than... Because like, Pro 14 is Pro 14. Like The only teams that excel in that is Irish, Irish clubs. So, um, yeah, I think maybe another year or two and then uh, Leo Cullen could be good for the Irish job. But uh, at the moment, I don't think so. Cool. And while we're talking about the internationals there, Bish, uh, what do you think of your uh, your buddies, France, your your team? You took tipped them to win it all, uh, playing great rugby, and they just uh, obviously had a big mountain to overcome against Scotland to score a lot of points. But uh, how do you feel about their their Six Nations overall, the French? Liam? Ah, uh, yeah, it could have been better. Uh, to be honest, like yeah, like they fell down against England. They fell down against the bad England side. Uh, now England turned up in that game, and then. In fairness, Scotland turned up and went at, at France there on Friday. So that was, that was a great performance from uh, from Scotland. But at the same time, France were winning oh, on the 80th minute and then Scotland scored a try in the 82nd minute. So like, what were they thinking? They were trying to play their own, the ball out from their own 22. So like they could have just kicked the ball into touch. I know that like they weren't going to win it by the 21 points. And I know we had it up uh, in the group chat beforehand. Um, I thought France would, would win the game. Well, I didn't think they'd win by the 21 points. Uh, you know, in fairness to Scotland, they had a decent uh, a decent tournament. But, um, yeah, I thought France would have done a lot better. They were my team. T- they were my team. They are a team. And uh, TJ, <laughs> with, with, with Scotland, England, Wales, France and Ireland all being so really good, do you think it's going to be possible for a team to win a Grand Slam in the next few years or is it just too competitive? Um, good question, Robbie. I mean, I, I put into the group the other night that the Six Nations next year is going to be unbelievable. I mean, I think the, <laughs> I know this might sound strange, but I think the worst team in it, except for Italy, actually won the, the Six Nations title. I 
didn't rate Wales. And I won't lie to you, I don't think I'd still rate them. Um, so, but still they're champions. So, um, but going back to your question, uh, I think so. I think so. Um, I mean, Ireland are after showing that they're coming into a bit of form. Uh, France is a really young team still. So I, I fancy, if, if a team was to do it, I'd fancy France to do it first i won't lie um but maybe not for a couple of years uh i think 2023 in the build-up to the next world cup i i'd expect france dominance or french dominance and so but i say up until then next i I say for next year i say be the same again Um, i actually kind of fancy ireland next year i won't lie Um, so but so you're off the fence. Write that down, lads. Write that down. <laughs> yeah. Already he's on picking it. Ireland now. He's picking Ireland now. Do you know what the best thing is, boys? If you look at it this way, it basically got the wooden spoon in this tournament because, like, let's be honest, Italy don't count. Oh, yeah. uh, it, and then England finished in second last. So delighted well, there. When England did England finish fifth? They, like, I mean, they, they also finished fifth in 2018, wasn't it? So you'd almost wonder, you know, obviously we're talking about maybe Farrell's kind of run maybe coming to an end there there a couple of weeks ago. But but I guess you could probably have the same kind of conversation about Jones with England. Because, I mean, England are a great team. Like, they've got some great players. But, like, they just, they just can't pull together consistency or... You know, it's almost as if they just like can't play good rugby. Do you think, Jack, that they're kind of they're on a different uh, like building uh, sort of thing? Whereas Ireland are looking at Six Nations and they're looking at more the bigger picture of World Cups because uh, they obviously got to the World Cup final. And you know, for Eddie Jones, his ultimate goal isn't going to be to win you know the Six Nations for the next few years. The ultimate goal for him is to win the World Cup. So, do you think? Uh, that might be kind of feeding into these kind of English performances or are they just kind of, as you're kind of maybe alluding to there, maybe slipping back a bit more than we think? Yeah, good question. I mean, maybe, you know, um, because I feel like we probably are similar to England in that regard where, you know, we are decently consistent, uh, you know, in the Six Nations, but where we do fall heavily is in the World Cups, you know, we... You know, for as good as we are, we we like probably don't place that well. Um, so maybe England are in some sort of a building phase. But I mean, for the last year or two, you know, England just aren't looking good. You know, I mean, it just looks that people have found out Eddie Jones's almost um, style, and teams are learning how to beat them. You know, like if. If like England start well and they can build pressure and keep going, it is pretty hard to stop them. But I feel like with Ireland playing England, if you just don't try and match them and don't try and out physicality them um, and just play to them, you know, you like can beat them. Um, so maybe they are building, but like hopefully Eddie Jones can answer some of these questions because if he doesn't, I would imagine his reign will come to an end, you know, sooner rather than later. And speaking of uh, teams that are uh, 
in the building phase or maybe just in a really, 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 really bad phase or worst phase of our lifetimes. Uh, the Irish soccer team, lads. Uh, TJ, yeah. uh, I suppose we're going to maybe just talk about uh, uh, Stephen Kenny. Do you think that the FEI should stick with him? Stick with him and see how things go? Or should they get someone in? Because uh, our qualification for the World Cup is all but kind of row off at this stage. So what do you think, TJ? Yeah, it's a, I, I, I'm, I, I actually am on defence with this, lads. I won't lie to you. I mean, <laughs> surprise. If there, if you get a chance, there's a book I don't by Mark Tig. It's called Champagne Football. It's an audio book as well. And if I didn't listen or read that book, I'd probably say here Stephen Kenny should go. Um. Now, after now, I did mention it on the podcast before. It's about Dorena John Delaney, and about the dealers nice. in the background. So Irish football's in a state. I mean, they were bankrupt, nearly bankrupt. They still nearly are bankrupt. <laughs> Only for government and UEFA intervention, they'd be gone to the wall, and Irish football would be gone. Um. So, on the context of that, I think Stephen Kenny deserves a chat and. A longer shot on it. Um, I think the structures are wrong. Um, I can't see they brought in a director of football and I can't see any improvement since. I won't lie. I honestly can't. I mean, you go back to the Brian, uh, the 90s with Brian Kerr there. You're competing at European Championships underage. And I mean, the players that came from that, Damien Duff, uh, Robbie Keane and all of that, absolute immense servants and then you had i mean Dorena trapatoni and that wes hula had absolutely been messed about we're reaping what we're after sown in the previous decades so even though we had our worst defeat in history last night and there's no way about it i also read in michael o'neill's reign in northern ireland they had the same barn run they lost to Luxembourg 3-2 and then qualified for the European Championships. So I think there's deeper issues within Irish football that Stephen Kenny's just at. The, he's the face of it at the moment and he's getting the brunt of it. Um, and I mean, we have to look at the longer term aspects of it. I was calling for Andy Farrell's head because I knew there were more potential with Irish rugby, but yet we beat England this year and beat them well. Um, so maybe it's a situation that Stephen Kenny needs more time, but I think there's deeper issues there. Um, the under-21s, I was watching the game beat Wales in the friendly the other day. I think it's at that level that we have to start producing players. I mean, the goalkeeper, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to say it. 19-year-old goalkeeper with Rochdale. uh, He's on the books at Man City. I mean, he's a great prospect for the future. If the likes of Trey Parrott and all of that can come about. I think with the style that Stephen Kenny's trying to do, they are hope there that we can kind of develop a system. But it's a situation that is the FAI going to get worried that we're, the financial situation isn't going to improve and they do a drastic decision by sacking them. I don't think that the setup with having Mick McCarthy there and then Stephen Kenny as the replacement straight away at a certain set date was the right decision. I won't lie to you. So there are deeper issues there. 
But I'd give Stephen Kenny until the end of the year. We're playing what do you think, in Jack? September. Um, so I guess I probably have a different outlook at this. Uh, come uh, compared to TJ's, like I'm not as much of a diehard fan. So, so, uh, so I guess I'm just looking at this f- uh, from from the outside in. Um, so, like just going off of those two performances this week, and I guess more or less the uh, the match against Luxembourg. I mean, yeah, it was like it was fucking terrible. Like you know. Um, I guess as the game went on, you know, players got more quiet. Um, they kind of looked, you know, nervous. Um, there was no real like desire or, or there was no intensity in in the players. And now Stephen Kenny, you know, said after the match that you know maybe some of the players they aren't you know fit enough uh, to be able to play three um, to be able to play two games in is it uh, three or four days. So he maybe alluded to that being the reason, maybe to why there was. Uh, you know, I think he was saying like they're not, they're not playing, they're not playing regularly for their clubs, so yeah. they're not fit enough from that aspect. So not like they could never do it, but just like they're not playing regularly enough with the teams that they are playing with. If you get me. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. And I and like I will definitely give merit to that. You know, like obviously these days we're in, like they are confusing and they are uh, troublesome, but. You know, like it just—I just felt like there was more to it than just that. You know, I mean, people got more quiet throughout the game. They looked ruffled. They looked nervous. Um, it just looked like people probably didn't want to be out there. Like, you know, I mean, normally people would give their left arm to go out and play for the country, and you know, they'd give it a hundred and ten percent. Just didn't really seem like that out there. And uh, now maybe I could be wrong, but you know, it just yeah, it just looked like an absolute shit show. Um, so. Like me looking on the outside, um, I would definitely say yes, yeah, Stephen. You know, um, you know, Kenny was—he's definitely fighting. He is definitely fighting for his job. Um, whether 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 he'll keep it or not, I guess the immediate future will tell. But if I was him, I'd be pretty fucking nervous. <laughs> pretty nervous. Just a quick question for both of you before we uh, bring in Liam for his uh, epic rant. He's going to go for true sir now. Uh, just a quick question for you, uh, TJ and Jack. What's that noise, lads? Must be Liam, is it? Yeah, I, I had to mute Liam there quickly because the, they're saying coming through there. So if he gives me <laughs> nice. a thumb up, thumbs up and I can bring them back in. <laughs> Sorry. Just a quick can question just, there. Can I just tell you, lads, that uh, it wasn't me. It was whenever Robbie went to speak, there was a sound coming off of his mic. Right. Right. No, it was more right. of like a constant. It was like when I wasn't talking, there was like a constant, like something going well, on. I anyway, I wasn't making any noise. I was. I've been writing here yeah, for the whole time. I know. Yeah, I because know. TJ always blames me on I this. Rent <laughs> incoming. I the video after lads. I, I actually, unless there's something weird happening again, it was actually showing up on your mic, Liam. So well, I apologize if I'm up. wrong, but. Liam, just save your save your hand, save your hand for a minute. <laughs> just quick question before we move on to Liam's rant. Although he's kind of edging in there with his rant, um, <laughs> do you think that uh, Stephen Kenny has lost the dressing room of the players, uh, TJ? It's I I honestly don't know, but the the body language last night was worrying. Um, what do you think, just, Jack? Yeah, um, I would say 
Yeah, um, because just like uh, TJ said, you know, the the like players out there, you know, they just didn't look good, did not look good at all. So I'd say he potentially maybe has, yeah. Cool. So we will uh, move on to uh, Liam's rant of the week there. So uh, take away there, Liam, what you want to rant about? <laughs> yeah, I was going to have a different rant, but uh, now TJ is blaming me again for uh, popping up on noise. So I want to call this out, like, not what maybe once, yeah, it has been me making noise on the mic, and uh, like maybe whether it was me breathing on the mic or whatever, but that was one time. All right, I thought you better go, TJ, but no, every single fucking time there is a pinch of noise on this. I am the one that's blamed. Uh, no, 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 he's going there. in. Yeah, I am going in because this is getting to me, lads, right? Because if it was me making the noise. 100% I would tell you. And you fucking know that. Yeah? I Like, I don't understand why you're just blaming me the whole time. I know, Tita, you can see who's talking and, like, that little green circle or square pops up on the profile of who's talking. But when I, when I like, when you were chatting about the football there, I was being quiet. And I could actually hear whenever Robbie started to speak that there was, like, maybe a connection issue coming through the background. So it's not oh, me. So you're blaming me now. You're blaming me now. You're doing the teasing on it. I am blaming Damn you. For this, for this one time, I am blaming you because I know. But Liam, fact, Liam, the thing I was, the noise was, the, the noise was constant when I wasn't even talking. So that's what, that's the noise we're talking about. Just to clarify, well, lads, Liam was muted there for about 30 seconds before you went to Liam's rant. And were there any interference coming? Yeah, through? none. It was crystal clear. <laughs> I I never said it was Liam's microphone or Liam was making noise. I said the interference was coming from there. So it could be an internet connection. So what what you're saying is it was my fault? No. Yeah. Yeah, you You literally just said it. I didn't. I said the noise was coming that direction. From me, from my my side, yeah? (laughs) So you're saying it's my fault. Oh, lads. (laughs) Exactly, yeah, yeah. For fuck's sake, this is like... Ah, boys. Yeah. Fucking hell. Like, I'll put the video I'll put the video up after this. I'd 100% own up to it. That was me. But I know for a fact it wasn't me. Because I was staying quiet. I was writing out my stupid dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Were I you writing anyway. on the same table? I think we'll move on, guys, before we... Uh... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> big falling out. <laughs> So, so last night I asked you to pop your birthdays into the group, right? Yeah. So the reason for that is, uh, I don't know if you've ever done this, is if you Google Florida man and then insert your birthday after it, oh. you get loads of random, uh, random shit comes up, okay? So I'm just going to pull up uh, my one there. I don't have to tell everyone my birthday, right? But if you Google Florida man and my birthday... It's Florida man offered to pay officer with hamburger for oral sex, please say. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty random. So I did it, I did it with uh, your ones. Okay, so I'll go to, to Liam first here because he's the first one uh, <laughs> who responded. Uh, Florida man arrested for giving girlfriend a wet willy. What do you think of that, Liam? I had to unmute myself there so TJ can't be blaming me again. But... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely something I do. So it could have been you. It could be your it Florida man. Uh, could be your the Florida Liam, possibly. That that's it. Yeah, yeah. And he was arrested for this, which is crazy. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I am I'm kind of stoking here now because uh, that last shot got me. <laughs> Deny his first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got to me. <laughs> do you want to do another rant? No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. Power on. <laughs> okay, so uh, go to Jack here now. So uh, what do you think this one, Jack? A Florida man gets 15 years for dismembering their father. Oh, my God. That's so dark. <laughs> it's pretty pretty crazy, to be honest. That is super, super dark. So do you, do you feel kind of uh, feel differently about your birthday now that it's, it's associated with uh, some dad getting cut up? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I mean, I am going to have to think about that now for a long time. <laughs> going to be chewing on that one so uh and yeah. do you think you could uh you prefer Liam's one if you were, were be happier if uh you had Liam's uh Liam's story or you happy with your one? Oh no i would definitely change i would change for any anything else besides like i mean a guy butchered his dad i would take a wet <laughs> willy 100 percent all the way uh, and I encourage I encourage our listeners to, to give this go so just to google uh florida man and then your birthday so I saved uh, TJ's one uh, to the last. It's the best one. <laughs> it's oh, a Florida man says the three syringes found in his rectum weren't his. <laughs> <laughs> so TJ, uh, I know you probably don't get too much of that in Stonyford. Uh, what do you think of that story? <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever about one syringe, but three syringes. Come on, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jesus. I think it sums up Liam's feelings of me now, an asshole anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you think you'd be, you should be watching uh, watching your asshole teach, you might get three syringes up there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we'll uh, we'll break away from this madness and we'll, we'll go into uh, some dad jokes or some uh, dark humor. Uh, Liam, what's your dad joke? All right, give me a second. Throw my glasses back on here. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, start off lighthearted. So, um, what did Newton say when he discovered gravity? Shit's about to go down. Oh, oh nice. It's good. It wasn't a funny one, but it was a nice one to start on, boys. No, like it's a nice one to kind of ease us in there. Yeah, exactly. What's your joke? What's your joke, Jack? Uh, what, ha- what happens when, uh, when uh, frogs park illegally? They get towed. Yeah, oh. I, moved on. Oh. I, had, I had that one, but I scribbled it out for Newton's one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, TJ, uh, what's your joke now? You're kind of under pressure after uh, after last week's performance. And what's your joke? Yeah, and would you believe I had him in a Google Word, um, sorry, a Microsoft Word document, and I can't get into it now, so I had to look up one quickly. So. Um, <laughs> so uh, I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. Oh. oh. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. It's uh, so... a really dark one here now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty dark, to be fair. Um, so where did the boy go after he went into the minefield? A little bit over here, a little bit over there. <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if I'm in the running to win this week after last week. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> go back to you, Liam. How many jokes are we doing? Are we doing just two each? Yeah, well, I have three or four here. So, even with oh, the we'll third one, uh, scribble out. All right, we'll go for three. So, all right. What's the next one? So, 
did did someone win that round or were they all just adjudicated as pretty bad? And then Robbie. I know, who do you think who, who, <laughs> <laughs> who do you think won? I quite liked uh, Jack's one. Uh, like a lot because I had it myself, and I think I should have went with that one instead, <laughs> instead of the Thanks. Newton one. Instead of the Newton one. So we give that one to Jack. So a point for Jack. Yeah, nice. I try. I try TJ in second. TJ in second. Yeah, uh, okay, lo- losing bonus point. There, so yeah, close but uh, close but no cigar. All right, okay. so my second one. Uh, this is going to be kind of like Newton's one. You know, you have to you have to small bit of thinking about this one. All right. I taught my pet. I taught my pet wolf how to meditate. Now he's a werewolf. That's good. That's good. It's good. For me next. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What happens when you put your hand in a blender? You get a handshake. <laughs> Jack, I actually know all these. I think we're getting them from the same page, are we? <laughs> the same source. Is, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Liam yeah, must yeah. scribble that one down. It's now. such a good page, though. <laughs> it is such a good page. Uh, yeah. What's your next one, Teach? Uh, where does this? Oh, sorry, what does the sprinter eat before a race? So. Not in day fast. Oh, wait. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good, good one. one. Okay, so there's, there's another dark one. Sorry. Nice. Uh, nice. Oscar Pistorius. Do you know him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, he was going to paint his bathroom door, but his girlfriend was dead against it. Oh, <laughs> Robbie! <laughs> Did we clear that through our uh, solicitors? That's <laughs> just in case. It's funny. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I actually think I'm going to give that to Robbie. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. It was, it was right. good. It was, yeah, it was bad, Robbie. Okay, so we'll come back to you, Liam. Back to me. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm writing a book about hurricanes and tornadoes. It's only a draft at the moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love it, love it. Me again? Yes, yeah. Jack. How do you go, bud? Uh, so, a, so a man walks into a sperm bank and, and the doctor says, would you, <laughs> would you get a load off of uh, this guy? <laughs> I know that, yeah. I actually Jack, love that one. We're definitely getting these from the same place. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, Teach. What's your one? Uh, why don't eggs tell jokes? They don't crack know. each other up. Oh. <laughs> I like that one. TJ kind of has the kind of their, I know, it's kind of like a particular type of that joke. I don't know. It's kind of, it really appeals to me. The useless type. <laughs> Who's getting the point on that one then? Well, you, to, you still have to go, don't you? Oh, shit. I actually, I have a joke, but it's super dark. It's super, I don't <laughs> think we should worse? it Can it get worse? <laughs> it's worse than the other one, so I think we should just... I think we'll we just, should uh, just disqualify uh, me from this round. I'm happy enough okay. to disqualify. <laughs> All right, well then, Robbie, you're the judge of this round then. Who's the best? Um, I think I'll go for Jackson, the sperm bank. I think I'll right. give him the win. Give him the Two win. Points. Two, Two points. Two points. Jack won this uh, this week. Yep. Uh, good on, good on. Cool. So we're just going to uh, run through the picks of the week there, guys. Um, hopefully, we really quick time. before we can... Do we have, we have the time? time? 
I know TJ turned it up there a couple of minutes ago. It was only eight minutes. TJ, do the same. Yeah, no, we have about six minutes, so if we do a minute and a half each, we'd be sorted. Go, Liam, what's your pick of the week? 90 seconds. I have <laughs> two of them. Uh, first one is probably one of my favourite movies ever. Uh, it's probably my favourite Shia LaBeouf movie, uh, Disturbia. It's oh, recently God. after... It's a great movie, actually. It's after coming to Netflix, there. Uh, I think it's only popped on today, so I'll probably end up watching that tonight and maybe not sleeping at all. But uh, <laughs> basically, um, he gets a new neighbor and he thinks it's a serial killer. And you know, the neighbor befriends his mother, his mother, I think, is single. And you know, it all unfolds from there. And he keeps blaming him as a serial killer, you know, and all that shit. But uh, lads, it's a great watch. It's, it is a bit of a kind of a horror thriller kind of, kind of vibe to it. But uh, if you haven't seen it, get on it. It's a great movie. Um, what should I think? Second one then is kind of a, it was, I think, first made in 1957, but then it was remade uh, a good few years ago. It's the, the 310 to Yuma. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, great movie. Great movie. That has been added on to Netflix today as well. So, uh, it's with uh, Russell Crowe? Yes, Russell Crowe. I think Christian, Christian Bale is in it as well, isn't he? He is, yeah. Yeah, yeah great movie, boys. Get on that. I'll go to you, Jack. What's your uh, fix of the week? Uh, so I, so I have one, um, and and it is from Netflix. So it is it is Last Chance You Basketball. Oh yeah, cool. Um, yeah. So if anyone is un uh, familiar with with the concept, about uh, um, about four or five years ago, the um, series started, but with a junior college uh, football team. Um, so it's really good, like, you know, um, like uh, really troubled youths in kind of low poverty areas, I guess. And it just shows their kind of struggle to, I guess, uh, make it big, you know. And, you know, each year there's always like great characters on it. Um, but uh, this year is, is the first time it has crossed over to basketball. Um, but, yeah, would definitely recommend. Very good. I actually watched the football one. The football one is really good. And I just say, if anyone's going to watch them, just don't Google the guys that are in it when you're watching it because yeah, true. never really a good idea. Yeah. TJ, what? TJ. You there, TJ? I am, yes. Yeah, sorry, I, I completely lost connection there for a second. Um, yeah, I my picks, is it? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know, completely lost. Uh, I don't know if I said it before, but it's on um, Netflix, uh, The Stranger. It's based on a book by Harlan Coben. Um, it's a complete mindfuck, I won't lie to you, but it's really intriguing. It's only one season, and there's about eight episodes in it. Um, it's, do you know Dervla Kerwin out of, it used to be in Ballycus Angel? Um, yeah. And Goodnight Sweetheart, she plays mother in it. But uh, she goes missing and it's just, there's completely different, um, what would you say, trends off it. And yeah, if, if you're kind of into mystery kind of uh, mindfuck yokes, uh, it's really good. Uh, the second one's lighthearted. Uh, I actually watched it today and I just love it. I love the first one and I think the second one's brilliant. It's Super Troopers too. Um, oh yeah, love Super Troopers. Um, 
Yeah, I and I heard they're making. I actually they done a crowdfunding for the second one, and I was very close to donating for. They gave you an opportunity to have a part in it, but I chickened out of it. Uh, but yeah, oh, there, there are talks of a third one uh, coming out in the next year or so. But uh, yeah, they're my picks: The Stranger and Super Troopers too. Yeah, uh, they're really good. Uh, actually, the Super Troopers guys have a thing called Beer Fest as well. That's a, a quality movie as well. Oh, brilliant! Uh, brilliant. And my pick of the week is going to be uh, kind of following on from the comedy theme I've kind of gone for the last couple of weeks. Is going to be the Chappelle Show. The Chappelle Show is on uh, Netflix as well. Mm. It's uh, it's it's really crazy with uh, Dave Chappelle. So he does like kind of skits and he does a bit of uh, kind of stand up as well. And just to set up the first episode, basically, um, obviously Dave Chappelle is black. And in the first episode, he does a skit where he is a member of the Ku Klux Klan, but he's blind. So he doesn't know that he's actually black. He thinks everyone has told him he's white his entire life. So he believes he's white and just uh, the kind of comedy uh, ensues from there. So that's a good one. So we're going to take a a quick break there because we're too cheap to pay for uh, premier uh zoom here so i'm gonna pop off there have some uh kearney or crusty scones and uh we'll pop back on chatting a bit guys one one second before we pop off one second before we pop off yeah one second boys tj said he lost connection and by connection uh so you know tj i think the noise is probably coming from your your side (laughs) Uh, let it go let it go come on petty fuck (laughs) i have another sorry just one final top pick before we go uh, it's a film was out a few years ago. It has a brilliant soundtrack. Uh, it's called Frozen, and the song's called Let It Go. So, <laughs> let it go. Anyway, we'll chat in a bit. Talk to you, lads. Go on, boys. Talk Take it Good, Good luck. luck. Well, welcome back, guys. How was your break? Um, All good, man. All good. All good, Jack. Yeah, you had good laugh. There's a few uh, few jokes that were off air that we couldn't have on the podcast, yeah, just true to legal reason. So uh, yeah. So on that note, we're just going to move on, and we're going to go through a couple of topics. Next one is going to be a pretty quick one. Um, I just want to talk about uh, a death in a movie that really, that really kind of uh, got you, if you know what I mean. Because oh yeah, you can watch a lot of movies and like someone dies, and you know you don't really think too much about it or whatever, but. There's other movies or films that, or maybe stuff that you watched when you were younger where you've seen something and it was kind of really touched nerve with you. And uh, just while you maybe think of an example for yourselves, um, I was just, uh, the film Man on Fire um, with uh, oh, our, such mother, a good our, boy, our boy Denzel, obviously such a great actor. And sorry to ruin it for people, spoiler alert, it's been out a good few years. But um, yeah, anyway, his character uh, dies in that movie and... That's just it's just kind of like the kind of the whole movie the way it kind of builds up and he kind of sacrifices himself and yeah so it's just it's really one of those kind of like you know <laughs> you know, maybe like one manly tear might uh, squeeze out when yeah. you're uh, on a day, you know, something, something in my eye goddamn it uh, like so <laughs> that would be one for me so oh, um, yeah. do you just want to jump in on that Jack do you want to yeah definitely um, so firstly. That is a top quality film, Man on Fire. That is such a good film. Uh, so That's good. But um, I'd say for mine um, is I Am Legend. And it isn't a human, but, um, you know, in the end, uh, when his dog kind of dies and yeah. then it turns into one of those kind of creatures. Yeah. And, like, 
you know, when he's just in that little room, just, you know, holding the dog and then the dog weakens and then eventually it resurges with the infection. Like that is just one of the saddest things ever. Like it's so, it, it like it definitely got to me a little bit. It definitely got yeah, to me. Yeah, that's kind of a real, especially in like kind of zombie movies, you kind of get that a lot where it's kind of, the person goes and then they kind of they kind of come back or whatever and they're a different person all, and you're just kind of shouting at the TV like can I can I or whatever yeah uh, TJ is there any movie that jumps out for you um, there's one I'm trying to think of now it's I, I don't know the name of it but it was um, these kids were looking after a homeless man in America and the homeless man died and it might as well have been a member of my family um, I yeah. was young at the time, but yeah, uh, the other one that really and I make it perfectly clear it wasn't Liverpool biased or anything was the <laughs> film on the Hillsborough disaster. Um, oh, yeah. I would have seen it when I was young, and uh, yeah, that really, that really, really affected me. And the funny thing about it was I wouldn't have been a Liverpool supporter when I saw it, so that's why I'm saying there's no bias, but um. Yeah, I'd agree with what Jack was saying, uh, even though Sony made up anything to do with animals in a film. Yeah, true. I can't deal with it all. Like, I just, um, I can't even watch nat- nature documentaries because I can't <laughs> see animals dying in it. So, <laughs> you, you don't want the cheetah to catch a catch his dinner. No, yeah. no. I mean, I feel sorry for a rat. I, I knocked down a rat. Do you know the way you'd be driving and the rat would run out? I'd feel guilty about that for months after. So uh, anything to do with animals or children, I can't deal with. And yourself, Liam, any, uh, any movie that jumps out? Yeah, uh, yeah my favourite movie ever, uh, Remember the Titans. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it, boys. I cried like a little bitch at this. Um, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, look, it's an old movie now, so I can ruin it if people haven't seen it. But uh, Gary Bertier, you know, when he's in that car crash at the end and then he's in uh, he's in hospital. Now, he doesn't die in the movie, but lads, there's there's a, there's so much just emotional attachment to watching that movie that when the accident happens and, you know, he's sitting there in, in the bed in hospital that, you know, it just makes you cry. And, like, when, when Julius goes in... Um, goes into him in the in the room and it's like the nurse is just there like you know oh sorry only family members no like put put into context uh Bertier is white and Julius is black like you know and Bertier is just like ah oh, can't you see their family resemblance we're brothers you know like that like that shit gets to you like you know and then obviously in the in the after credits it comes up that uh Bertier died I think about 13 years later um but yeah that 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 gets you like you know it's it's a it's a it's a very very good movie, but towards the end it's it's an absolute fucking ball and fest like you know. Um, another and another Denzel movie as well. Yeah, yeah, another another top notch Denzel. That probably is like I know it's an early Denzel, but it's probably one of his better films. Um, He's so like, talented, man. He is, yeah. But like I, I, as we said, like he plays the roles that suits him, and this one just it suited who he was, and it was it was just a great movie. And like there's there's a stellar cast in it as well, like of just like prime actors now before they were in their uh, in their in their prime. Uh, but you know, even Gary Bertier, his actor is actually in Sons of Anarchy. That's right, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he has. I can't remember who who is he in Sons of Anarchy. He has a big. I beard, can't yeah. think of his name. Is it? Um, God, I can't think of his name. It's, yeah, he's he has a good role in Sons of Anarchy anyway. But, but like, he dies in um, in that too, and yeah. it is such a sad, such a sad death. Yeah, he's just able to get you in and like behind him and just support his character. But uh, yeah, true. great movie. Um, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say it either, lads. Like it doesn't take much to get me to cry in a movie. Like I just, I'm one of those guys. That, like, when I'm watching a movie, I'm watching a movie. Like yo, there's no texting or not, and I'm I'm sitting down, I'm watching that movie, and I'm getting into it. I'm getting behind the characters, and like if something happens, yo, there there could be a tear coming out of me, like because like even though I was watching the, the Snyder Cut of uh, Justice League there yesterday, and I was shouting at the telly because I was like, how the fuck could they leave out all of this? In the first week, how could they cut out so much to happen? Like they completely cut out one of the superheroes. I said, like, "How do you leave him out? Like he's probably one of the main, the main superheroes throughout Justice League, throughout DC, and you just completely cut him out." I was like, "I just, I, I got a rage. Like I got a text off my housemate who was upstairs playing a uh, Call of Duty. He had headphones in and all, and he was like, just, I got a text off. I was like, are you okay?'" I was like, "Yes, yes, yes. Leave me alone." Uh, <laughs> Watching the side of cut, damn it. Yeah. It was, Great, like yo, know, I, I just get I get invested in movies, like so. That's me. Cool. So we're gonna move on to our, our last topic, which is the the highball guys. The Thanks high for uh, being enthusiastic <laughs> about it. There, I I I, 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 I muted myself at the wrong time. I muted myself at the wrong time. <laughs> uh, so the highball. All right. Uh, so. so for this one, I was just kind of thinking about, uh, say, in America, the way they have kind of different states have different sort of laws or whatever. So say, like, in some states, you could kind of smoke weed or maybe, you know, like Las Vegas, you can kind of gamble 24 hours a day. So I was just thinking if we were to bring that into Ireland and just what what counties do you think would be good or what counties do you think would go for certain laws or whatever and what would your own county, uh, like say Limerick and Kilkenny and Dublin as well for me, what, what would your own county probably bring in that would be uh, that'd be kind of good? Obviously, we're kind of coming out of kind of COVID times and stuff and kind of economy needs a bit of a boost. So do you think it'd be kind of a good idea, you know, 24-hour weed selling in, in Carlo? What do you think, guys? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Maybe not in Carlo. But uh, yeah. uh, Jack, is there anything you'd want for Limerick? Damn, um... Well, I well, like I wouldn't be a massive uh, stoner, but I do think maybe maybe legalizing cannabis, definitely for um, medicational purposes, could be helpful. You know, um, medicational purposes. Yeah, yeah, medicational cough, cough, cough. Um, <laughs> but um, I do think we'd be able to tax it, and we'd be able to make you know a shit ton of money, and then as well maybe the knock-on effect of the of decriminalizing that so then you know like we'll say actual drug dealers and stuff they would then be out of work and they'd have to go do something else and people who did want to you know do that could go down along safer uh, safer safer avenues to you know get that stuff but i do think it would be a huge like huge uh profitable uh, business you know because i because i think when colorado legalized their uh marijuana um, they thought that in the first year they might make like two hundred million dollars profit, but I but I think in the first month they made like four hundred million. So it's like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like mega mega money in that. Um, 
But I'd say places like Kerry would actually be the Wild West. Like, I'd say anything would fucking go there. You know, definitely. Drink driving. Like oh, yeah. Jesus, anything. That Kerry would be a mix of, like, you know, uh, Las Vegas, you know, that kind of thing. Or just, you know, like pure Nevada, you know, like pure, like, gun laws, prostitution, gambling, the whole fucking thing. Kerry would be the Wild West. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Could you imagine the Healy Rays? Though that's exactly really? what I'm thinking about. <laughs> if you have ten points, you can still drive a car as long as you're going home to your country house. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, Lima, what would you have for Kilkenny? Would you bring in uh, assault rifles into Kilkenny? I, I think, think Lima we're was... after losing Liam. I think we're for losing him. Yeah. It's gone. All right. Well, same question to you, DJ. Um. I honestly don't know. I, I won't lie to you. Um, i not going off topic, but I just don't think we'd be adventurous enough for it. Um, I just think there's too many objectors to things. And But going back to your question, I'd probably go with Jack. I'd say if they legalized uh, cannabis. Um, like I was just laughing when Jack said it there. You could imagine going down to social welfare office and you're asked your previous employment drug dealer like a yeah <laughs> oh, all right yeah cool all oh, right um but yeah i say that because i mean like you're hearing about case you don't know what's like people are going to take drugs anyway it's as simple as that no matter what they do they, i mean i was listening to radio the other day and they're on about um that you like Instagram and other platforms like that are nearly a supermarket now. Um, for you can kind of order a takeaway uh, for yeah. drugs like. So I mean I'd agree with Jack that'd do away with all of that. So but I can't ever see it happening. There's just too many objectors to things. Um so You think it would be a good idea though if it was like for every county just to have its obviously we'd have like certain laws for the whole of Ireland but then there'd be certain other things that you could kind of bring in on a county by county basis do you think that's a good idea yeah sorry I went I I forgot that part of the question uh I just don't think it'd work I genuinely don't uh I think it'd be brilliant if they could because if you look at it the, the biggest issue at the moment is the nightclub laws I mean half two I mean can you imagine going to Spain and you're told you're going to be kicked out at half two? You're you're just not going to go there, like. And I mean, that that is that is being done by local authorities. Now they're on about changing it after the lockdown and coronavirus and all of that. I mean, you go to Dublin. I mean, you can go into like the Copperface Jacks until half five, quarter to six in the morning. And not that so, you've ever done that, TJ. Oh, no, no, Whatever. no. Jeez, I'm Keith Hopler, like, <laughs> once I'm out there. I'm <laughs> too busy, like, studying and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I just can't see it working. Um, because it, there's, we have too much corruption, being honest, Robbie. And not to make it serious, because the highball's meant to be funny. But I just think... It can be serious too, as well. I just think there's too much corruption. I mean, you look at the vaccines during the week, the, the balls up was made of that. I mean... They went 13 kilometers down the road with vaccines and loads of loads of places in the local area. So I think to be too much of who you know kind of way. Um, so yeah, I can see 
a centralized structure working. I mean, the best example is Germany. Germany is, I mean, they have a terrific uh, level of democracy. I mean, Angela Merkel is the head person there, but I mean, it's centralized government. And I mean, you look at the booming economy they have. And I just, if we went that way, I think we'd be a terrific country. We're great as it is, but there are certain aspects that, I mean, I, I, I just don't think it'd work. But the funny thing is, I could imagine what Jack was saying with Kerry. Or I forget who said it about Kerry. I'm just thinking of the Healy race straight away. Oh, 100%, I just, Jack. I just wish they were from Kilkenny. Like, it'd be just so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it'd be good. I think it'd be kind of good. You'd have even people from, say, like the UK or people coming down from the north or... It'll be more exciting for, you know, European tourists or American tourists coming into Ireland. And it's like, oh, well, if you go down here, you can do this and blah, blah, blah. You know, so I think it'll be really good. Obviously, probably never, ever going to happen. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so would you think it'd be a good idea, Jack, even if it probably wouldn't happen? Yeah, you know, um, I would say to follow on from um, to follow on from your example, you know, if we said, uh, we'd say in Kerry, there is 24, there, there is 24 hour gambling and the people who wanted to go there, obviously unlike America, because it's such an expanse of, you know, like uh, country and it's so big, Joe, but if people wanted to go to like, you know, Westmead or Port Leash or Roscommon or Waterford for whatever reason, because we're so small, it, it, you know, like it would probably be pretty easy for people to go to all these places. So I, so, you know, if, you know, if like something like that was ever happen, I think, you know, we could be in one way, a good country just because we're so small and, and people can get around so easily. Cause obviously with America, if you're in New York and you want to get to Vegas, like, Joe, that's what, like, five or hour, like flight, you know, it's super long. Like, yeah. Like if you yeah, it's fair. Point actually, we can uh, be able to fly around. Yeah, go on, TJ. Oh no, sorry. Um, if you look at, did you hear about the big casino they wanted to build in Tipperary? Go away! Are you serious? Yeah, it was just off them eight. Um, it was a few year ago. I think it. I, now I don't want to mention names or anything, but I, I think it was a big uh, businessman from Dublin. Um, he has now. It's a few years ago since I heard it. That's why I don't want to mention names. But he has an empire, I mean, in Dublin. And he was linking up with a local TD in Tipperary. Now, they were saying that it'd be a brilliant tourist tourist area. Now, they're on about, in, I think they're on about doing a racetrack and that as well. But straight away, there are objections. And that's where I think it, it won't work here. Because the one, like, Every time they go on about change and say alcohol laws, you have lobby groups. Gambling, you have lobby groups. So I think it's, I, I think it'd be a terrific tourist attraction, but the social consequences from it, I, I don't think we'd be able to manage. Like, yeah, it's probably a good few there, to be honest. <laughs> cool, guys, we'll, we'll uh, leave it there. Uh, we have Lee. Definitely talking sense. Oh, there's Liam. I'm back, boys. I had to pop off for a quick phone call. Sorry, it was uh, quite important. No worries. Uh, did you hear, did you hear here. our last topic? Uh, I heard your question already, just uh, if there is like the different laws and stuff that we would like to bring in, was it? Yeah. So do you think it's a good idea? And what would you bring in for Kilkenny or for different counties? 
Um, yeah, I suppose like it's a bit of a weird topic, isn't it? Like, cause uh, America is so big, and like each state is basically like you know a little fucking miniature country. But um, you know, because I could fit Ireland into America how many fucking times over. So um, yeah, um, I think yeah, if we went back to kind of Jack, like I know I missed a lot of what was said there, but if we went back to Jack saying uh, about cannabis. I, like I wouldn't be opposed to that. No, like I don't. Uh, I don't smoke ranting anymore. Like I do, um, I do drink alcohol, but that's about it. So um, like I'm definitely not against it uh, for a bit of med- medicinal use or whatever. Or even if you could have like maybe like a limit on what you could carry on you at any one time, um, I think it wouldn't be uh, a necessarily bad thing. Now I know I came in at the end of uh, what was being said there, and I think you were a small bit against it, and you were kind of given kind of the pros and cons to it there. But, uh, yeah, I think TJ was just kind of saying that it was just kind of. You know, it's a good idea, but would never happen with all the people who just object. Who just object for the sake of? Oh yeah, it, w- it wouldn't happen. Like Ireland is too, it's too backwards to bring in something like that, isn't it? It's too stuck in its ways. We're you know, awesome, like yeah. that's it. Yeah, Ireland has always been like the country is like Asher, it'll be grand, and we'll yeah, just move on that way. So uh, yeah, I think uh, TJ wouldn't be wrong there. It's just not really something you can uh, you can change. Not at the moment, anyway. I think maybe. It, it's definitely something that'll change in about 50 years because you'll have, you know, the generation kind of maybe below myself and Jack will be up working in politics and around then. So, uh, you know, there'll be their kind of thinking instead of, you know, the, the old Irish ways. So I think maybe next 50 years or so. Cool. Yeah. Just 50 years. 50 years, yeah. yeah. Just a small marriage. I'm sure me, me and TJ are too old. Me yeah, and yeah. TJ are really old anyway, so there's no, no chance of us seeing that. So, uh, <laughs> So guys, yeah. we'll uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, good chat, great talking to you as always, and uh, chat to you again next week. Sweet, sweet. Good Thanks, good guys. Good luck. Bye, 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 bye. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.